Selfish, finding me time when there's no time. Welcome back to Selfish. In this episode, Amy and Fee talk all things hormones. <laughs> yep, hormones, an honest chat about how they affect our daily lives. Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of Selfish, uh, finding me time when there's no time. And we've always got time to talk about hormones and periods. Amy, come on, how are you doing? <laughs> well, we're doing this episode because I'm a grumpy cow. Um, <laughs> I'm, I am having, I am on day two of the pre-period nausea and generally headaches and feeling like crap. And that will take me for another four days, I would say. That's just joy. Absolute joy <laughs> for all the of joys, those around me. <laughs> the joys of the menstruating. Let's let's read a little bit here. I'm going to get some science involved here. Estrogen is the hormone linked to mood disruptions seen in premenstrual syndrome, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, and postpartum depression. Low estrogen levels are associated with depression, anxiety, and mood swings but high oestrogen levels can also wreak havoc with our system. Lucky us! Woohoo! Really, unless you are completely balanced, (laughs) you are completely unbalanced. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I don't have periods anymore. I haven't had them for nearly five years. I had an emergency hysterectomy, full hysterectomy, so they've taken absolutely everything, including my ovaries. So I'm on the magic known as HRT! Yeah, I always say just take it all out. But having spoken to you, that's not oh. necessarily going to fix everything. No, because you know your little uh, your little hormones are actually pretty magical. Because yes, they make you feel like shit when you're on your period, or before your period, or after your period. But they do so much for your body. I didn't realise this. Obviously, I didn't have any choice. I had to have um, a full hysterectomy. Um, but. I am now on bone tablets. I'm on vitamin B12 deficiency injections. Your hormones protect your body so much and it's for everything. It's like your skin, it's your bones, it's your mood, it's your brain. If you have, uh, when you have a hysterectomy, you're more likely to have, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that. So your, the HRT protects you from that. So your HRT is your synthetic hormone estrogen. So it's my magic pill. And if I haven't taken my magic pill, which is what we call it in our house, because the magic pill makes mummy magic. Irrality pill. Wanting to murder my entire family. Yeah. (laughs) It's scary. It is. It's scary. I know when I've not taken it, I can feel it within 24 hours. So having these kind of surges in hormones, it's not funny. You know, I remember it. I remember it well. How does it affect you, Amy? How do you oh, hormones? I, I, very carefully, there's a build-up. So I use an app which has helped massively for me to manage my own expectations. So about That's a week cool. before... I'm What's just, your app called? Just, it's called Clue. And you log a few things and it will send a message saying, 
PMT incoming. And I'll send a screenshot to my husband <laughs> who will reply with, no shit, Sherlock. Um, Love it. And, but about three days before that, I get so hungry, I am ill. I feel like, you know, when you were younger and you used to try and do like the five two and you used to try and starve yourself for two days a week or something. I, I get like that. So even if I've had like a disproportionate amount of food, I don't ever feel full. Then two days before my period, I can have, considering I'm a fairly hardened drinker, I can have one mouthful of alcohol and be smashed. Literally, oh it's ridiculous. And then for two or three days, before, during, and after um, the first couple of days, I am sick. Some days I'm properly physically sick, and some days I'm just feeling ridiculously nauseous. I can't eat chicken during my period, just like That's I couldn't when I was pregnant. Really weird. I can't eat butter because butter tastes like it's gone off. Um, it affects me in a way that I didn't ever realise it affects me. I um, I read a book or part of a book, and then I really should go back to it because I just got across it being a woman, to be honest, um, called <laughs> Period Pow, Pow, Period Power. Um, I'll put the details because it's by Maisie, I think it's Maisie Hill, but I could be wrong. I'm sorry, Maisie, if I've got it wrong. But that was really interesting. But I also read a lot of it. And basically, for three weeks out of four, my hormones affect me, whether it's the bleeding side of things or my body feeling like I have the flu. Not fair. I Not wish I fair. could. I, well, I, I can empathise because obviously I did have periods before yeah. I had, but my periods were absolutely shocking. So I must say that the hormone side of it for me was never really that bad. Although Rich, my husband, might disagree. <laughs> yeah, I did true. have, you know, kind of very mild PMT, but I never kind of, I never really noticed a difference. Mine was all physical pain because I had endometriosis right, and okay. polycystic ovaries. So it was always a very, very painful, heavy, horrible, depressing, you know, sometimes yeah. hospitalized experience, which is, you know, in yeah. the end resulted in after lots of like three, three lots of surgery and then finally a hysterectomy. Um, which is quite a big deal. I know yeah. that they don't, they don't do that no, don't lightly. Do no, they try know, all the I surgery, bet. like, it's like the blasting, the blasting surgery first, which is to get rid of all the endometriosis. Yeah. And they do that. And then I think this, what happened was the endometriosis then attached to my bowel and my, my bowel. I've got a bowel. <laughs> my bowel. My bowel and my bladder. And um, it was to the point where it was like, oh gosh, this is quite serious now. We need to get you in and whip it all out. And I was... I might have come out with a bag as well. That's what they warned. It was so attached to my bowel, but they managed to yeah. get it all off and out. And uh, yeah, but it took me about a year to recover properly, physically. Yeah. You know, it's not the whole, you know, they say six weeks afterwards. It's a lot more longer than that. It's six weeks until you can drive, but it's about a year before you feel completely normal. But now I feel the best I've ever felt. And well, I do good. not miss periods at all. Not at all. Not at all. And now I've got no. a little girl. I've got a little girl. And, you know, obviously I don't talk about too much like personal stuff like this. It's very her business. Um, and that's all to come because she's she's young and she's approaching that age, well, I don't know, next five years maybe. Who knows? And I'm worried for her. I am because I, I only have negative thoughts about my periods. I mean, yeah, okay. They blessed me eventually with two children with also some help of some fertility drugs, but it's, 
I have a hate relationship with periods. It's all negative. It was all horrible. And I don't want it to be like that for her. And uh, yeah, I think I would say to any listeners listening in now, if you've got any tips for periods and dealing with periods, especially with young girls as well, going through it, to definitely leave some comments on this. Yeah, that would be really helpful, wouldn't it? Because that would be really good. Yeah, I always felt quite let down. I read... Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, multiple times. I was very determined that I would, you know, I, I wanted my period. As soon as it came, I regret wanting my period. <laughs> That's the same for all girls, isn't it? They all get to this a point and they're like, I want one, I want it, I want it. No, I don't. No, thanks. This is it. And I've had Depo, the um, injection, and I've had the coil. But what they never tell you is, yes, it does stop the bleeding, which does help with the inconvenience but there are a million other hormones going through your body still and it's stopping something that naturally happens to you so there are going to be side effects the coil was horrendous because it didn't I did stop bleeding which meant you know after the horrendous time I'd had previously where I literally have to carry spare clothes around with me it was a relief yeah but it also mentally I couldn't, like I was saying with that app, I couldn't judge what was going on with me. You know, I'd be sitting at my desk and all of a sudden oil would just be running down my face because, and I would be angry and I would be bloated and I couldn't really understand what it was because there was no pattern to it. It was just part of my hormones reacting to the coil. The minute it was out, she said, oh, it could probably take a, a good six weeks to get your period back in gear and then it probably won't be regular. Two days later, I came on. Wow. I've had monthly periods ever since. Yeah. So obviously I'm just a very hormonal person. Super Um, hormonal. But it's like, you know, without them, we wouldn't be able to become, well, there's different ways of becoming parents, of course, of course there's different ways of becoming parents, but you know what I mean. It's, It's kind of like a... Blessing and a curse. And a curse, yeah. um, what think, do you do for self-care, Amy, when you're feeling really shit? What do you do? Because this is um, different. It's like physically, physically feeling properly rough I, knowing what it is. What do you do? Is there certain things you do? I give myself a bit of a break. Um, if I can't eat chicken or I, my butter tastes odd, I will just eat what I fancy, Um I try and continue some sort of exercise if I can because as shit as sometimes I feel like this morning I went for a run didn't want to go for a run felt like I just felt horrendous but I felt so much better and I know that that helps actually my hormones because it just gives me those extra endorphins so I do try and exercise where I can yeah but I also do listen to my body so this month feels a lot easier going then January was horrendous. I literally couldn't get off the sofa for three days. I tried to go for a walk and I was ill, um, physically sick, just walking, um, which was a bit of a surprise. I'd not had one quite that bad for a while. I think that, but I also think stress impacts periods. Yeah, and obviously that was around lockdown again and being told yeah. the kids were going to be off school. So hot water bottles are amazing. Um, 
lavender bag. I used to have a, um, I used to use a microwavable, you know, it's like a lavender seeds and you, yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's like rice, isn't it? You put it, well, yeah. <laughs> everyone's going to stop putting rice and lavender seeds in there. No, you can get them it's a though. proper, proper you thing, see, isn't it? It's I a thing. had one of those, but it ended up taste, smelling like tomato soup. And then my <laughs> microwave ended up smelling like lavender tomato soup. So it was just horrible. So I've never bought one again. Yeah, good old hot water bottles. Well. Can't go wrong with a hot water bottle. <laughs> Until they start to leak. Until they leak. And then you feel like, oh, something's going <laughs> on. You wake up in the night and you think you've wet yourself <laughs> and actually a hot water bottle. Well, um, so here's the other side of hormones, which is menopause. And I know we've got a lot of menopausal or pre-menopausal listeners. Yes. And I was thrown into so when you have his hysterectomy at a certain age, so I was just 40 just after 40, um, you're thrown into a what they call a forced menopause. So that means that, you know, when you normally have a menopause, you slowly go into it, you have your pre-menopause, and then you go into yeah. menopause. So mine came uh, three days after my hysterectomy. <laughs> and that was every wow. symptom going. So I was recovering from surgery. Oh, God, that was Yes, it was awful. So I was recovering from surgery. I was in hospital feeling like obviously very sore and very rough and a little bit off my face on morphine and then sweating and then having hot flushes and then feeling really emotional and thinking, am I emotional because I've just had my, you know, had my womb taken out and I can't have kids anymore or am I, what is going on? That is another side of things. Yeah, and it was horrendous, but they can't give you the HRT for uh I think it's six weeks sorry if there's any medical medical professionals listening I might be wrong but I'm sure it was six weeks and I remember it just it might have been six or 12 weeks remember it being the longest six 12 weeks or, or 12 weeks ever yeah, it was. but the minute I had the HRT and it doesn't work for everybody I know lots of people who it's not they've not got along with it but within a week I just felt like myself again and it was uh Oh, such a relief because I think at the time I was thinking, oh my God, what have I done? You know, I've had this surgery and I'm thinking, you know, the pain's gone, but now my mind has gone because it was awful. So it was horrendous. Does that, in, in well, it's assumed that does that keep you on an even keel then? So you don't have this roller coaster. Yeah, no, I don't get it. As long as I take it the same time every day, and it does have to be within the hour, you know, of the same time. And I kind of experimented. So I know a lot of people take it at night. um, But I found for me that if I took it before I went to bed, kind of halfway through the day, I was feeling a bit shitty and grumpy. And that was kind of, it was, easing off whereas yeah. now I just wake up miserable because <laughs> I take mine in the morning so I take mine at eight o'clock and it's got to be around eight o'clock and so like I wake up in the morning and, and it's kind of like shower coffee more coffee definitely take the pill and sometimes Rich will say hey have you uh, have you taken your um and I'll be like oh god no oh I see yes that's his way of saying hey you're acting a little you haven't taken right? <laughs> yeah. you're take your drugs <laughs> you're a bit you're a bit miserable yeah I'll take this yeah so yeah and I get them in um kind of every six months I get like a six month supply and then during lockdown I didn't realize and I went to take when I was down to my last one 
And then I phoned kind of the receptionist and explained and said, I know I have to come in for my, you have to have like a blood test and check your levels and have your blood pressure. And I said, I know that you're not doing that at the minute. And I, you know, I've just, I've got one pill left. And she said, oh, no, I'm sorry, we can't really do that at the minute. And I was like almost bleeding with, you don't understand. You don't understand. I need these. I can't live without these. She said, no, you'll be okay. No, no, I won't. No, I won't. Please. But she got the doctor to phone and they did kind of an over the phone consultation and said, no, it's fine. Once, you know, as long as you come in after lockdown and have all your bloods and everything and your blood yeah. pressure done, it's fine. But I, I think I, I think I ran to that, I ran to the pharmacy. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Because I was three days without. And it, that sounds ridiculous, but that's how much the hormones have an impact on, you know, mental health, physical health, yeah. all sorts. Definitely. Crazy. It's, it is because I always naively believed that once I hit menopause, I'd be fine. It'd be like, it'd be like the best time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I've got a couple of friends who've um who are in very early stages or a bit further on and I'm sitting here going well that's just shit it's not nice but <laughs> I mean to think shit. I think about like at least I got mine all done in six to 12 weeks and then got some medication but mm. for those you know friends of mine who are starting to go through it and I'm like oh my god that's horrendous they wake up in the night and they're soaking wet or they you know, they'll, they'll be standing at school pickup and suddenly a hot flush comes and they're so, so hot and they're yeah. taking their coat off. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm having a hot flush. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that I did it all in one go. Yeah. Oh, but I think, God. I think you know, there's an experience that a lot of women aren't listened to when they go to the doctors and explain about hormone imbalance and uh, yeah. pre-menopause and it's just turned away. And I know that I've got a few older friends who are, you know, who are in kind of the class, the, the clutches of menopause, who were then told, oh, you're not going to get HRT because you're always too late now. You're already in the middle of it. It won't do anything for you. So um, that's quite worrying. I, I do think hormones can be quite, it can be treated quite unsympathetically. I had a female doctor who at one point had put me on the pill with an implant and the coil all at once, which Whoa. was questionable anyway. Um and she just said to me when I was, I was saying, I just really can't live like this. I'm not being able to get out of my bed for a week at this point. And she said, well, that's just being a woman. And I was like, oh, wonderful. Ouch. Um, yeah, it was it was quite cutting. Um, and I know that I'm not the only person to have experienced that. And I think it is really time to speak up a little bit more and acknowledge that, do you know what? It does knock you for six. Yeah. You know, you can feel awful and you can't power on through in the same way. You don't perform in the same way. My yeah. legs feel different when I run, depending on what stage of the month I'm at. And it's not just to do with what Definitely. I've eaten or what my um, alcohol intake's been or my sleep has been. It's down to what my body is doing. And I think the same with my mind. I am fully aware I am more creative on this time than I am on that time. And it's because at that time, my brain is being impacted by hormones. I think I read somewhere that I saw a big chart and I don't know how really truthful it is, but basically women are only unaffected by hormones three days out of the month or something ridiculous. Like I could be wrong. That's so I apologize if oh that's not God. true. If it was just an interesting drama. I mean, wow. But yeah. Yeah. And I it's think a huge we effect. have to acknowledge that and it needs to be appreciated. We shouldn't be penalized or, um, 
treated negatively, but we should we shouldn't also try and fight against it. It's, it's good to sort of power on through sometimes, but sometimes you do just need to accept that your brain isn't working that in the same way today. So you're going to have to yeah. realign how you think. And again, with my job, I'm a lot luckier because I can think, right, I'm not going to write this week because I feel like shit. I'm going to do something that's slightly more um, creative or low key that doesn't yeah. quite require the same sort of m- mindset. And I appreciate that I'm very privileged to be in that position, but I think we should be able to acknowledge from other parts of our life, if you can't do that in your job, then maybe at home, even if it is just bunging a ready meal in. Yeah, definitely. Or, Don't play the yeah. hero when you're feeling completely wiped out because it, you know, there is a huge impact. And I think I didn't realise how big an impact physically periods took out on me all those years and yeah. just kept, you know, it's that, we've talked about this in other episodes haven't we it's that soldiering on come on you can do this you you got this girl you can do it you can carry on and you know what sometimes you really just can't you feel really exhausted to stop and listen to your body and oh god I'm still only learning that now when you feel rough just just stop and take a minute and say do you know what doesn't mean you have to go and hide away in bed, which is not practical when you're a parent, is it? It's not It's not always the way and the thing that you can do. But it does mean that you can just let the laundry go or maybe, I don't know, lots of different things. Maybe oh, don't, don't, don't feel that you've got to do everything all the time. If you've got support, you know, and your partner just say, do you know what, I'm having a really, really crap time uh, and I'm on my period and I just need a little bit, of, little bit of love, you know, a little bit of just can take the pressure off or... Use yeah. the TV, use the iPads, use whatever you can to... Don't try and be Wonder Parent, don't try and be Wonder Woman at work, don't try and be... Just accept that you can't always be on form. And I suppose that goes with everything day-to-day life. You can't be expected to be on form 24-7... And I think yeah, when we talk totally. about me time, do you know what? Yeah, do you know what to say to the kids? I know you're not usually meant to go on screens at this time, but go on, bugger off. Yeah. I'm going to sit down and you sit down. Or even if you're not just sitting down, but you're doing it without that additional mental load of overseeing, trying to make them do something wholesome, for example. I think also it's important to talk to your kids as well. Because I mean, my mum didn't really ever talk about periods to me and so I talk very matter of fact to not just my daughter but my son too because you know I want him to understand and to be an understanding you know he might have a male partner or a female partner who knows but to always to understand the women around him and people having periods knowing that that is you know part of life and how to maybe offer a bit of support and be you know I'm not saying and this sounds like really like we're being a bit pathetic here doesn't it like oh my god you've got to care for the women having periods it's awful what I'm saying is like a little bit of understanding goes a long way and it could go from that person just curling up in a ball on a sofa to to you know getting them to go for a walk with you or looking after them because mentally it is absolutely draining and we've got yeah. enough mental health issues going on in the world at the minute and adding hormones into the mix isn't fun. It's a bit like a pressure cooker. Um, I think it's really interesting you said about the kids because I tell the boys, I'm quite honest with the boys. I'm like, yeah. mum's on a period. And a few in the one in January where I was feeling really unwell, it was one of those moments where I've never seen my husband look more scared. So we <laughs> it was we tried for the walk and I'd been feeling really unwell. I literally laid on the sofa and he'd said, Do you want a glass of wine? And I went, 
I can't face it. And he went, shit, okay. Um, here, have it's a hot a water bottle. bad one. Have a hot water bottle. And I just, and he said, don't want to upset you, but are we going to have that roast? I went, I can't make a roast dinner. I said, I said, and he said, I can make it. I went, no, I don't want you to make it. I said, the smell of the chicken will make me heave. And part of the things I enjoy about roasting it is I want to eat it. I said, this. make something else for the boys and you. I'll eat separately. And Larry comes down, yet Larry's 10, <laughs> my youngest. And he said, oh, when's dinner? And dad's like, oh, well, we're gonna, I'm going to make you some um, skate bolognese in a sec. And he went, oh, but I want, I, I want a chicken. And dad's, and I said, oh, no, babe, I'm really not feeling very well. Mum's period's really bad this month, and it's really knocked her for six. And he went, oh, I was really looking forward to that roast chicken. <laughs> and Matt was like, Larry, come over here. Come, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> and you could hear there was a whispered conversation of when mum's on her period. <laughs> just think about let's just, it. Let's just tread really carefully. <laughs> it was just really kind. Really and he nice. came back and he stroked my hair and he went, Sorry, I said that about the chicken, mum. Stay <laughs> bolognese will be fine. You just lie there. Can I can I get you some water? <laughs> oh, so cute. I, I had the discussion with uh, my little girl about uh, well actually when she was nine because I know a lot of girls in our family started quite early at nine I was 15 but I just wanted to prepare her I don't want it to be like oh my god what's going on so I've yeah. always been very matter of fact with both the kids about the body changes and what happens and oh she's just you know, honesty, but yeah. but not too much to scare the living daylights, you know. Um, and I had this conversation and we talked about it and I said, you know, this is what happens and this is what, you know, it's your body releasing an egg and blah, 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 blah you know, all the kind of scientific yeah. stuff. And, and, and then you have, you know, you bleed and, you know, it's, this is what it's like and then you use this and blah 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 and uh and she was listening and listening and I thought oh she's not freaked out you know she's she said oh that's really interesting and so I said yes yeah, so that's what will happen to you oh okay well that's okay and I was like oh do you know what that's really good you've taken that really well that's brilliant I said okay she's all are we done is that it and I said yeah no that's it and <laughs> that anyway it was a bit later on in the day she came up to me and she said so you know that thing you're talking about, about periods? I said, yeah. And she said, so when will that happen? I said, oh, well, I, what do you mean? Like, what age? I said, you, you just don't know. It could happen at any time. And she says, and it just happens the once. And I was like, oh, oh shit. No. <laughs> and now I'm about to break your heart. <laughs> no. So I said really quickly, every month till you're about 50-something. Anyway, uh, what would you like <laughs> <have> tea? <laughs> Oh, wow. Her little face was like, what? Every every month? Until <laughs> until I'm 50-ish? Oh, bless her. I thought she'd taken it really well. Yeah, yeah. But she's yeah, but she's at that kind of excited stage. And I think I think all, you know, I think little girls kind of go through that. I know I did. I couldn't wait for it. And I talked to my friends about it and they oh, were like, yeah. oh my God, you couldn't wait. And you carried your sanitary towels around in your school bag and you were like all talking to your friends have you started yet no not yet oh Stacey as in 3b <laughs> I think it's fair also I feel suddenly that I should in case there are any young children listening <laughs> not every not every period is as horrendous as mine I I have no, been unlucky mine. I am in I'm lucky in multiple areas but hormones and periods I am not but I know friends who literally 
spot for like two days and then they're yeah, done. Yeah, I got friends um, like that but, too. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them, but I also want, you know, I think I've decided that something else will be horrible. So, so not that I wish horrible on my friends, but I think yeah, it levels you're out, right, doesn't though, it? You're right. It's not all bad. It's not all bad. But it is important to talk about it being bad because I think so many yeah. just struggle and don't talk about it and don't. It's kind of that still yeah. a very taboo subject, isn't it? Like, ooh, don't talk about periods and hormones. Who wants to know about that? And I think lots of you know, lots of listeners hopefully will feel comforted and think, oh my God, I'm not the only one that goes through this hell then every month yeah. or, you know, it's, I'd, yeah. I would love to know if there are any other listeners that have an aversion to certain foods when, because I feel like yeah. I'm a little bit, because that's a bit like, well, that eat, makes sense though, doesn't it? It's like pregnancy hormones, you know. I but, couldn't eat chicken in either pregnancy and that's no. when I noticed it. And the butter thing was a weird thing. So anyone who knows me knows that I can inhale a six pack of crumpets um, in <laughs> a day, morning, hour. Um, and um, <laughs> yeah, at your desk. Before I've even ta- walked back to my desk, I'm sorted. But um Everyone knows that I'm a, I'm a big crumpet, baked, bready, buttery stuff. And I noticed every now and then I'd have one and the butter would taste really odd. And I'd be sitting there going, this butter's odd. It's curdled in the pantry or it's been too hot or, you know, it's not the normal stuff we buy. And it's only as I've slowly watched when it appears, when the taste changes, that I have realised it is definitely a hormone-related oh, issue. So I would love to know if that's... If, it's, if I'm just weird... There is potential for it to be that. <laughs> that is so going to be a snippet for the promotion of this episode. If I'm just weird. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just weird, are we all? Am I just I weird? Am. Yes. Yes, Amy, you are. <laughs> yes, let's just clarify that. On yeah, and also if anybody wants to talk about hysterectomies, I get messages all the time because I actually documented mine, not like in graphic detail, but I had a little hashtag, which was, oh God, what was it? Fee hist. 16 2016 i think fee hist fee hist 16 yes hist h-y-s-t um (laughs) and it's it's do you know what i still get messages now on twitter saying hey you had a hysterectomy didn't you what was your hashtag again i'd like i'm just about to have one and i know that you were really honest about it so yeah i'm always open for talking about it because I have a a friend who was absolutely lovely Kelly who had had one five years before I did and she took me for a coffee and said I'm going to tell you everything you need to know that they don't tell you and it was great and I think oh, bless her. that's good to have like what pants to take in with you what you're going to feel like after what clothes you can't wear because you're bloated for, for weeks yeah. and weeks so yeah that anybody wants to talk about hysterectomies or hormones <laughs> What do you do for pain relief? Because you say you get quite painful, don't you? Ibuprofen and Lemsip. Lemsip? Lemsip. (laughs) They're missing a gap in the market, Lemsip, aren't they? Lemsip, I am... This uh, this episode is not sponsored by Lemsip, by the way. Well, if we're being brutally honest, it's not Lemsip. (laughs) It's Aldeone brand, but um, works the same. Yeah, I alternate... um, I do have, there is a couple of, like, I have a packet of emergency Panadol period stuff that's usually probably about £50 yeah. million. Pounds. And I've had um, a couple of friends recommend supplements as well. I was going to say supplements. I, will, I had, um, yeah. oh, what is it? Make a diff- there's evening primrose oil. That's the one. And that's the one. There's yeah. a couple of others which I have started stocking up on. And I wonder if also, because that was after January, I was talking to that fr- my friend and, oh, 
it was just a bit of a shocker how poorly and I had that little panic of oh my god is it going as bad as it was before so I'll try and compile a list and put those in the show notes as well for for those because yeah supplements um and whiskey (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I did find the lemsip always always turn to the alcohol (laughs) it's It's slightly and I I think what you were saying about moving as well when you really don't feel like moving we've talked about this in in other episodes exercise doesn't mean having to go for a run although sometimes going for a run helps it can mean something as simple as stretching can't it and like actually um yoga and that kind of stretching exercise is really good for cramps because you're stretching and you might not feel like doing it but honestly you don't have to get your kit on either you don't have to have your fancy kit just do it on the front room in the front room and just stretch or or just breathe go and stick your head out the window and breathe breathing works well as pain relief let's face it we're all told I never ended up with a natural birth but we're all told about breathing through the pain and shit like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the truth is strange noises during my two uh, home births which was oi 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 that was wow. uh, apparently I kept saying oi 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 which uh yeah, that's special that's quite special isn't it? <laughs> pain management oi 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 and then uh when I broke my ankle spectacularly which we've talked about in an- another episode when I was on the floor in and out of kind of fainting because it was disgustingly broken like the scene in Misery when the ankle's facing the wrong way, oh. apparently I was going, oi, 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 that hurts. Well, oi, you know oi, oi. <laughs> When I lie in bed tonight with period pain, say um, oi, oi, oi. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to see if oi, oi, oi works. <laughs> oh, what a fantastic episode. Periods, hormones and all of that jazz we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we hope it helps and made you feel normal because it's normal and it's natural and please, oh, more normal than us <laughs> normal than us and anything any comments or any tips and advice for yeah dealing with the hormones and anything that you think that's helped you we'd love to hear because if you put in the comments everybody else can read don't forget to come and follow us on instagram we are what are we what are we on instagram amy <laughs> selfish podcast uk fantastic Um, and we will definitely make sure that we share any good tips we will see you next week bye i need a little time for me to just be free of the daily i need a little time for myself ish you're listening to self ish finding me time when there's no time.